Spicy Tech. Spicy food, spicier tech. I'm your host, Nate, and this is my co-host, Jory, right here. And we got some remote episode today, so we got some audio delay coming between us, but Jory... Go ahead and uh, introduce our topics. Yeah, uh, so some of the topics we're going to have for you guys today. Uh, we got uh, e-concerts becoming more popular, so live stream concerts because can't go anywhere. Uh, Valorant launched. Uh, pretty polished launch for the most part. Some people are having problems with the anti-cheat. Some people don't like it. But, you know, overall the game's launched pretty well and hasn't had too many problems from what we've been uh, tracking so far. AMD releases new Ryzen 3 CPUs as well as their B550 motherboard chipset, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Uh, and T-Mobile uh, is finally starting to absorb Sprint, uh, not that long actually, after their uh, confirmed merger. So we'll talk about that in a little bit here as well. Okay, so this uh, this week's uh, spicy time is going to be a little bit weird because of <laughs> we can't both say spicy time at the same time. But... Um, I got some habaneros over here, and he's got some spicy some buffalo popcorn, I believe. Spicy buffalo popcorn that we got here, yes, from Smart Foods. From Smart Foods. It, uh, I don't know, I've never had it before, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I don't, um, I wish you were here for this one, Dre. Because of these, these habaneros, they look, they look, uh, they look a little mean. Very vibrant. They look, they look beautiful, actually. You know what they say about, like, bright colored animals and stuff in the, in the wild, right? They're the most dangerous, right? Yeah, they're the most poisonous. That's why they're bright colored. It's like I mean, that's what I've been told at least. So I'm sure these peppers are. Look, these look pretty good though. Like I don't, I don't know, they got red. They, they're kind of red. Look at that. Show, show off what you got. Put it close to the camera. Sure I want to see it. I want to no. Put it closer. Put it closer. You want it right there? How's that look? It's red. It's mean. Oh, okay. It's not green. But you did popcorn last episode. You're doing popcorn again. I know I did pop. It's, dude, it's all I got. So, uh, have all of you guys been doing with this, uh, this quarantine as we chomp into these? <laughs> Alright, I'm going. Three, ready? So, uh, three, two, oh. I just went for it. Oh. This is actually kind of spicy. Yeah, that's an early kick. Like, it's not so spicy that I'm gonna die. Yeah, that's an early kick. But it's definitely got I'm glad to hear it. You, on the other hand, look like you just, like, you're having some issues over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The hiccups got... Uh, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. it's a good thing I'm sitting this one out, then. Yo. Next episode, he's getting something spice, spicier than me. For oh, sure. Oh, no. Next episode, he's getting something spice, we'll spicier we'll than me. For oh, sure. No. Oh, okay. Oh my god, it's so hot. <laughs> I just see you dying, but it's like slightly delayed. Oh my god. This is very, very hot. You gotta talk. You gotta, I can't. I gotta talk. Okay. I'm talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, uh, this week's episode is a little different than usual. Uh, usually I'm there with him, uh, sitting where my little window is right now. Quick plug, you can check out other episodes on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, any... <sighs> Any podcast Anything platform that has a podcast <laughs> ability, we are there. Uh, so, yeah, usually I'm there with him. Uh, the other two episodes are up on there. Uh, YouTube, if you want to watch us die, uh, you know, SoundCloud or whatever else, if you just want to hear us dying, uh, YouTube is definitely the better. So go get us, go get them views right there on YouTube. 
but yeah, so this is very spicy. <laughs> everything's been causing everyone to work from home due to coronavirus. So we're also working from home as well. And uh, yeah, so unfortunately I was not able to be there, but I'm there in spirit. I'm dying with you in spirit right now. Uh, I can totally tell. <laughs> um, Even though mine's not quite as spicy. Also, for all of you guys who are, who are chatting, I see you guys in there. Thank you, and also, um, I have Zoom chat and Twitch chat open, so you guys can type in either. <laughs> no, I'm not good. <laughs> I might need a ventilator. Is that joke too early? Oh man, you ain't gonna be able to find one, so RAP you. I might need a ventilator. Is that joke too early? Okay, okay. Okay. You good? You want, yeah. you want me to do a topic? You want me to start uh, a topic here? I'll, I'll start with one. You starting one? You yeah, okay? You hey, good? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Let's start talking more about coronavirus since we already started. Um, they announced the first FDA-approved test, at-home test. Um, I don't read up any more than that on it, but that would be pretty cool. Safer. And definitely get people to know if they've had it or if they do have it. Yeah, let's just hope we can actually produce enough of them, unlike the regular tests, to test people in a timely fashion. Yeah, I mean, it's time out there. Also, we recently found out from my, uh, from my, uh, college that we are doing online graduation. Um, it's temporary, supposedly. Um, but have you heard anything about your graduation yet, Jory? The only thing that they've told us is that it's cancelled. So, cancelled or postponed? Uh, they don't know yet. They said they are going to attempt to do something in person in the future, but as okay, of that, right that. now, we had our president tell us that she gave us her word uh, on whether we'll we'll have a on having a in person celebration, uh, as well as graduations across the, the country are basically all postponed or canceled. Oh, yeah, they have to be. I mean, you you can't responsibly have a graduation in this current situation. I don't, I don't think so either. Unless you're Florida, maybe Florida will because they reopen their beaches. Yeah. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll keep you guys updated in future episodes on what's happening. Jay, thank you for the host. Um, you want to talk about one of your topics? You have a lot. You have a lot down there. Uh, yeah, big I got news, quite a bit. Uh, so AMD Ryzen three CPUs for all you, you know, cool cats and gamers out there. Um, AMD releases their Ryzen 3 3100 and Ryzen 3 3300X CPUs, so they're their budget CPUs. Uh, they have four cores, eight threads, so actually pretty well off in that regard. Uh, the older ones, which were the 1300 and 1300 How many does, how many cores does the, uh, does the Ryzen 5 have? Does it have six? Ryzen 5 has six cores. Six? Uh, so, so that's pretty... that's one of the interesting things about later. So... There's also the 1600 AF, which is a Ryzen 5 part, which is 6 cores, 12 threads, but it has a lower frequency and worse instructions per clock. So each clock speed is not quite as fast as these new Ryzen 3s, but you get two extra cores and those extra four threads from it. So really it's coming down to what are you going to be doing with these CPUs. If you want just raw gaming performance, the hey, Ryzen 3, yeah, Ryzen 3 series might. is actually probably going to be a better bang for your buck for you. However, if you're also looking to stream or do video editing or something like that, the 1600AF is still probably your best bang for the budget deal with those extra cores and threads. Well, I'm seeing what you're saying here. You said the well, 3 is only 100 bucks. The 3 is 100 bucks, and the, uh, the Ryzen 3 3100 is $100, and the 3300X is $120, which is 
a really good deal actually for what you're getting in these. Now you don't get integrated graphics. Insane though, budget one of abuse. The, the one thing that I kind of wish they would have put on it, because if you're going for a budget system, you might not be able to afford a graphics card right now. So if we would have seen integrated graphics on there, it could have given people time to kind of build their systems up a little more. So that's one kind of downside to them over an Intel system, which do actually come with integrated graphics. Yeah. Um, but again, like the 1600 AF is only $85, and that's six cores, 12 threads. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean we're going to have really to wait to see bench user benchmarks for that. Yeah. Um, uh, and they also announced their B550 chipset for AM4, which is super dope. Uh, it gives PCIe 4.0 to the lower end, so if you have PCIe 4.0 applications or anything like that, that you can use super fast SSDs or whatever else can be enhanced by them, uh, you don't have to go out and buy an X570 board anymore, which is, you know, nice, and hopefully we'll see some B550 boards here in the next, I think it's the next coming months that we should see them that are a lot lower priced than the current X570 boards that you're forced to buy if you want PCIe 4.0. Well, moving on to the next topic, uh, I see, I, I saw this um, Zoom, which I'm sure all of you watching are familiar with. Um, they they announced a re that they're adding a, re a report feature to report, quote-unquote, Zoom busters, um, people who are breaking into online classrooms um, and just trolling or causing mischief and disrupting learning. Um, so that's pretty relevant to most people watching uh, because I'm guessing most of you guys use it almost every day for your classes. Uh, I had some stuff here about online concerts and e-concerts. Um, Fortnite has had a few of them, um, but they're having, they're having another one with uh, Travis Scott, I believe, which is happening today in like the next couple hours, I believe, uh, as well as Lady Gaga, Coldplay, John Legend, and the Indigo Girls all announced that they are doing online concerts to help raise money to combat coronavirus in, multi in a multitude of ways. <laughs> yeah, and no, I actually just watched one not too long ago. Uh, Proximity, uh, which is a hosting, actually had a digital mirage set, is what they called it, where they had a bunch of artists uh, send in like a 45-minute like a to an hour-long set of theirs, and then they live-streamed them all. Uh, raising money for musicians who obviously can't perform right now, so a lot of them aren't making that much money because most of their money generally nowadays comes from live performances. Hmm. Uh, what else you got besides? I got a bunch of gaming news. That that's all I got left. Uh, we actually have Facebook streaming. <laughs> we'll move down to that later. Uh, but T-Mobile right now is absorbing Sprint, so if you're a T-Mobile, well, or a Sprint customer especially right now. Uh, Sprint users are going to be able to use both Sprint 4G networks as well as T-Mobile uh, 4G networks right now because these two companies are merging, if you don't know about that. Uh, Sprint and T-Mobile are merging to become one company. Uh, Sprint is pretty much going to go away and it's all going to be wrapped up under T-Mobile. Um, and this could lead to a lot better coverage for people who have Sprint, uh, which is super nice because Sprint and T-Mobile are the two smallest uh, carriers in the U.S., and uh, 5G capabilities, if you're one of those people who rushed out and bought the Galaxy S25 G or one of the other 5G-capable phones, uh, are actually going to be merged as well, so you're going to get a lot more 5G coverage. <laughs> I see we got a funny comment here in the chat. No more Sprint commercials. <laughs> hey, Sprint's great, okay? You know, I don't even watch TV anymore, and I'm annoyed by, sp by Sprint commercials. They're horrible. Hey, look, 
they're, they're Fix your marketing. Stars. They're the best. They're the best. Look, hey, you're talking about them. They're almost, you? they're almost as, they, they go back to the Raid Shadow Fix Legends that talk. Yo, it's just as bad as Raid Shadow Legends. Where's our sponsorship? That's all I'm saying. Listen, I'm not going to say anything, but they may have reached out, you know. Raid Shadow Legends. Maybe, maybe we're sponsored next week. Oh, I'm ready for it. I want to see this ad roll. I don't. I'm not talking about Raid Shadow Legends. Download Raid Shadow Legends for free. Uh, Facebook, Facebook Gaming. Uh, they announced live streaming on the platform. So just like you guys are watching here on Twitch, uh, Twitch is dominantly, almost dominantly gaming, uh, is a gaming streaming platform, but you, there's things on here like podcasts, talk shows, all kinds of art, forming arts, anything you can think of uh, is on here. So Facebook kind of jumping into the scene. YouTube's been competing for a number of years now, but not, <laughs> not very effectively um, as they're mostly like a video platform which is more geared towards like vloggers and stuff like that less of gaming and live streaming but facebook jumping in the mix i just i don't i don't know i just don't see facebook i don't i don't see it working facebook streaming and a couple of big streamers have left twitch to move to facebook um permanently and i don't know how they're doing on there well, I think it's, I don't know, I mean, like... Numbers-wise, they're doing a lot worse. everyone's just, they're, tr they're, they're fragmenting the, the, uh, the space too much. Because you, you now have Mixer, you have YouTube, you have Twitch, and now you have this Facebook gaming launching as well. And, I mean, I think it's just really going to piss off consumers and annoy them for the most part. Uh, really, because, I mean... <laughs> It's like streaming services, right? You have Hulu now, Disney Plus, Netflix, yeah. Amazon, HBO, what, Peacock's coming out or whatever, NBC's, or I think it's NBC's or something like that. Yeah. People don't want to have to go to all these different streaming services. They just want to be able to go to one place and get all their content. So really, I think but it's at least really with the video streaming, the consumers. At least with the video streaming, um, like for like Disney Plus and Hulu and Netflix, at least there's they all have their own things that people like and they're... I, I, me personally, I see them all kind of the same, just a different yeah. URL I go to, but with these streaming platforms, Twitch is a dominant king, with YouTube taking a, a very low market second place, and then you have Mixer, it, I mean, if you see Shroud's viewer counts now, and Ninja's viewer counts to switch to Mixer, they're getting less than 10% of the audience they're having. They used to stream and get twenty to 50,000 viewers any day of the week. And now they're yeah. going to Mixer, and they're barely getting 2,000 viewers. And how, how long can Mixer keep it up? How long are these streamers going to want to go there? How are they going to sign more? Are they, like, they going to sign well, more people? The thing is, I think a lot of where Mixer's revenue comes from is, is console streamers, right? Because any Xbox person can, can also stream on Mixer. To Mixer. Yeah. So I, my big feel is that what Mixer's doing is they're trying to pull these whole big content people over to get the name out there, get people talking about it. And then, oh, you're sitting on your Xbox and you scroll over to Mixer real quick and you say, oh, you know what? Like, there's a couple small streamers. Like, I'll watch them for a little while or something like that. And that's when most people are, are building this revenue and they're getting all these ads and everything like that. That's where most of Mixer's revenue probably comes from is the plethora of smaller streamers versus that one really big name streamer that they're getting. Yeah, I mean, I, I just can't see any other big streamers. It's got to be a big bag. They got to be securing a big bag if they're going to switch over because of 
you know, like making the money is one thing, but we're talking about Shroud and Ninja levels. So you're already making enough money that you don't really need to secure another bag. You know what I mean? Well, you don't, you, you don't you need more and more money. Of, of and they're, they're like dropping their view counts by 90, 95% simply to sign the contract when they could probably get a very similar contract from Twitch or from the platform that they choose. But but going off of that, did you did you hear Ninja's latest little ranting comment that he said? I thought that was actually hilarious. For anyone in the chat doesn't know what clip we're talking about, there's a clip of a very very big streamer um, with Tim the Tapman. Yes. Yes. Is it? There's a there's a big streamer. He streams on a platform called Mixer. Um, his name's Ninja, and he he had a very funny clip um, where he's basically uh, complaining about people trashing on him playing Fortnite and streaming it. He stream he switched to Mixer and Mixer is a pretty big meme now because of it. Um, as it's one of the lower streaming platforms, probably the third most popular um, behind YouTube and Twitch. And the people every time he plays with people, they make fun of him for streaming on Mixer, they make fun of him for being the face of Fortnite, or they make fun of him for something. Just because of I mean when you have someone that's that big and makes that much money and it's just that dominant within like the gaming community, such a face of the gaming community now, after Fortnite, that you know, I I, I guess it makes him more of a target. So people often make a lot of jokes about it. And he was just very annoyed. He's like, I can't play with anyone because they always make jokes. And in the clip he goes on to say do you understand? He says, "Do you understand that if I could buy the bank that your house is mortgaged on and foreclose your house, and then you won't have internet to talk smack to me anymore?" And that's basically what he said. But it was it was very funny. It was in a very ninja esque way. And Joyce, if you turn down your your headset even more, if it's not possible, it's alright. But oh, I got you. I just see we have more comments in the chat. Oh yeah, it's way quiet. That's good. Um. Next, you're gonna popular yep. quick. Uh, it's it's been chilling with very average numbers from the uh, from the charts I've seen. A very very consistently av- below average numbers for these big streamers. Um, as a whole, I don't know what their viewership has been like, but I think I think Mixer really is is the best thing for small streamers right now, though, um, because of the lack of big streamers. You can really kind of grow your audience and and build it a lot faster there because you're yeah, not competing it's, it's less saturated. Yep. Or, well, you are you are competing with like Ninja, that. but yeah. Well, you know what I mean. For the most part, like you're not competing with those. Like all of the, yeah. the Tatman who easily gets a hundred thousand plus views per per time. You can't compete with that. Like when you're starting out, yeah. like for like you especially, like I mean, I'm half surprised you haven't moved over to to Mixer yourself. You know, the streamers. They like. No, we're we're home. Now the only thing though that to to kind of bring us back, Facebook gaming could actually kind of have an advantage of here. Uh, is that it's launching without ad support. Uh, so you're not going to like come into a stream and we'll have to watch a 30-second ad or whatever like that. Or When you keep talking, I'm, I'm going to bite into another one. It's just to... No, go for it, yeah. <clears throat> so you're you're watching uh, you know, your nice little stream or whatever, uh, your, your live music festival, because those are happening now, and you're at like the hype part of a song, and all of a sudden, bam, an ad pops up, and you miss those 30 seconds or whatever. Um, like... Like, it, it pisses a lot of people off because it happened to me the other day. And I was like, really? Like, right at the good part. Uh, so Facebook is actually launching without ads, so you're not going to have ads anymore. Uh, what they're instead going to do is take a cut of stars, because I guess that's what they're calling them, stars, not streamers or whatever, <coughs> creators, uh, donations that people are sending in, which I think is going to be interesting. Um, I don't know how... I think that the, the watchers are going to like it. 
Uh, however, the uh, the stars here are, are going to like it a little bit less because they're going to be making less money from the donations, and a lot of people generally only get, you know, a couple dollars here and there for donations. Oh. Whew. Good. I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm faking it. Yo, where'd you get those at? Are those are those like Lysol wipes? I'm good, bro. Babe wipes. Dude. My mom ordered a lot of them like, on Amazon. That's worth a lot of money right now. Those are hundred dollars on my face right now. <laughs> um. So gaming news. Um. Yeah. My favorite topic right now. Valorant. And then launch Valorant. As, as I'm sure you... <coughs> as I'm sure you know, because I've been playing a lot of it. Yeah, I know. You don't talk to me anymore because you're too busy playing Valorant. It's fine. It's launch has been accepted as the game itself very well. The way they launched it, not so well. Are you talking about it for a minute? Oh. Yeah, I, can't. I mean, overall, for the most part, uh, they they got a. Uh, I'm gonna move my mic slightly further away and see if that helps with the feedback here. Um, I mean, they they launched it really in an interesting way because they were doing this closed beta, pretty much where you gotta watch streamers in order to get the key to get into this beta, and uh, it really kind of helped build up this quick like oh my gosh like this is cool and it got everyone watching about it and drops enabled and all that kind of stuff so a it helped out streamers which was really nice for them i mean not that most of the people streaming it needed the help um but also it helped build this hype around this new game coming out because you could watch it but you couldn't play it and it kind of made this like it's attainable because if you know you watch it you can get it but you gotta like work to get there um very very cool i thought it was an interesting way to do it um i mean for the most part, but I feel like, in my opinion, they've drawn this out too long now. Um, I do get it's a technically a closed beta, um, but if it's a closed beta, it, it shouldn't be going on quite this long with that many people in, because almost everyone I know now at this point has a Valorant key. Um, well, the bigger problem is they have server issues. That's the only reason why it's not open yet. <clears throat> right, but... You know, I mean, it's Riot Games. They're, what? They're, well, they're owned by Tencent now, so they obviously yes. have the money to do this. So there's, it's not a oh my god, we need to like make money first to build more servers to buy it. They have all this stuff. Uh, I think at this point they're just kind of trying to ride that hype train as long as they can to get this game big because really their main competition in this is Overwatch and CS:GO, games that have already solidified themselves quite solidly in the esports uh, scene right now. So they're really trying to, I feel, steal views from them on Twitch right now by forcing people to watch it in order to play the game. And then once you get the game, you spend all these hours watching it, so you're, you're not going to want to just not play the game. You're going to want to get into it and kind of, like, get your time's worth out of out of all the hours that you probably well, spent watching. Well, they announced that, the, that it's going to be open until days. the game launches now. It will be open until the game launches. Well, yeah, so, I mean, and when, when is the game supposed to launch? Mid-summer, supposedly. Mid-summer. Okay. That's the best time estimate we have. So um, they're gonna keep this going for months now. Yes. Really as well. One thing about it though is their anti-cheat. Yes. Uh, a lot of people don't like their anti-cheat. Yeah. Um, for those of you who you don't know, as well. it doesn't just run when the game is launched. It runs from the moment you start your computer on it, starts tracking what you're doing. 
Um, and a lot of people have called it out as malware. Uh, because, I mean, they're saying, you know, oh, well, this this anti-cheat is watching, like, everything you're doing on your computer, and a lot of people have actually been having problems with it. I know, so for me, as a cybersecurity major, I generally have to run virtual machines or anything like that, and I can't play Valorant. I've had a key for days, but I can't play it because for my work and my school, I have to use virtual machines, and Valorant, like, pegs that as a bad no-no. So I either have to go in, boot my computer into safe mode, and remove all the stuff that's left over from my virtual machines or anything like that, or reinstall Windows in order to play this game, and and quite frankly, I think that's a little bit excessive. Um, and for yes, you don't know what a virtual machine is. It's basically like running a fake computer, like, like um, if you guys are familiar with, a, with what an emulator is, it's kind of like running a PC emulator inside of your computer. So a lot of people very, actually, very common what I know, have not been having problems with, with Valorant, but having problems with the anti-cheat behind it and calling out to Riot Games to either make it a little less strict with that or choose something else or something like that, which if they do, it, we probably won't see that for at least until launch. Well, I do got to say, their anti-cheat is amazing. I have yet to run into a single cheater, and I've put in quite a number of hours. <laughs> and um, overall, besides this whole launch thing, I think the game itself is very well polished. Um, every, like, it seems like they've thought out every angle they could with this game, and just everything it, it can run on any computer at very well frames. And overall, it's just very well polished. They thought about everything. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of a lot of stuff they put into it, I think. A lot of time until they definitely didn't wait for release. I'm just curious to see how they take it moving forward in terms of competitive. They've announced what their ranking is going to look like. It's going to be similar. Not the same thing as League of Legends, but similar. It's a six, and it's six or I think it's a seven rank system, um, which looks pretty cool, um, pretty promising. So I'm looking forward to that personally um, to see where everything goes in that. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see if it can catch up uh, to Overwatch and CSGO, especially with Overwatch 2 launching coming up in the next little bit here. I'm not 100% sure when it comes out, but I know it was announced, uh, so to see how well it can actually compete with these already solidified games. As well as the devs themselves from the from Riot have been very on top and very fast with their responses, um, and very open on Twitter about what they're doing with the game and what they're seeing. Um, yeah. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Transparency within a gaming company, straight to their audience, I think is especially because the game is being geared towards competitive. It is that's the sole purpose of this game is to be a competitive shooter. Um, that is the genre of the game, competitive shooter. It's not even just shooter or third person or first person shooter. It is a competitive shooter. So I think that's going to make it very clear to they're only designing for one audience. So there's not going to be a lot of confusion. Uh, we have a. Comment for you up there, Jory, talking about uh, Fallout 76. Uh, so yeah, um, so I watched a little bit about it. I uh, heard some things. I don't know too much about it. I know that for Fallout 76, they are now bringing out what uh, human NPCs, which was kind of their big like we didn't want that at first was their whole vibe. Um, and I heard I know that now they took over some areas that you used to be able to build homes in, um, and then pretty much said you can either move all your stuff before this launch happens or you're just going to lose everything. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. 
yeah, uh, NPCs. Yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to Fallout 76 personally. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think it was a, a cool concept yeah, for the game. Uh, however, just the fact that, from what I heard, they said pretty much if your stuff is in a new NPC area, you're gonna lose it. Uh, was my understanding. I'm, I might be wrong on that. I haven't heard that much about it. I think that that um, I think that's just kind of very anti-player base uh, I mean, of them. Yeah, maybe maybe they should dedicate an an area that if your stuff is there, it gets you know you know it'll get displaced to. Like go to this place and you can pick it back up. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, because because some people don't play that often, right? Like could you like if you were out at for me in the instance, right? Like I do military stuff. So if I had a week-long drill or something like that, and I couldn't log on for this, and my camp just happens to be at one of those places, and I've, I don't know, spent, you know, a hundred hours in this game, and now I, I log in and I lost everything because, you know, I couldn't log in because I was doing military service or something like that. It's, it's very anti-consumer, and I, I strongly disagree with the practices that they, that they had right here. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up was Fortnite. <clears throat> and I know this is not going to be the normal Fortnite conversation, which I love to say. Um, Fortnite okay. numbers hitting record highs for players, but not for viewers, which I think is very, very important. I believe play, I, my personal yeah during the fact that we're in coronavirus season right now is what I'm gonna call it. Um, I mean, just what uh, player bases on every game? Steam, Steam had the highest player base of ever, people playing yeah, right? games online ever. They hit a record. Um, which I thought was really yeah, it's. Gaming is becoming accepted a lot more now, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's been really interesting to see the reaction to it because kind of before all of this, uh, people were like, oh, you like sit inside and play video games all the time, like do something with your life. Uh, and now that we're all stuck inside, it's a lot more of it. <laughs> people are, are turning to video games. And I mean, just look at the Nintendo Switch right now with, well, A, it originally just kind of sold out. And then. Um, now, like, people are buying it up and price gouging and everything like that, and people are spending willingly 400 to $500 for a system that sells for $300 just to get one to, you know, play Animal Crossing or whatever like that, or whatever you want to play on it, you know, Smash Bros. Uh, and the fact that people are just doing that, like, just willingly, like, people who have never gamed before are getting into it. Getting into it. Yep. Uh, I've I, seen I a lot of Animal really, Crossing on social media. Really interesting. Oh, yeah. My social media has been dominated by Animal Crossing and Valorant talk, and that's about it. That and then yeah. funny funny Zoom clips. <laughs> that's my entire social media right now. <clears throat> as well as... I don't know, I just... I've seen a lot of Fortnite stuff, which... And it's it's all negative. Um, which I don't know if you guys like that or hate it, but... They didn't announce the World Cup for this year, which is one of the things that kept all of these players competing and staying on the game last year. Um, they've continued to, to drop the amount of tournaments they have for the game, as well as the prize pools and the prize placements um, for all the tournaments. And that's caused, and it's in a very, very dramatic way, um, like cutting at least 80, 80 to 90% of the money that is being funded into the tournaments has been cut. Um, many streamers and big names are leaving, stop streaming Fortnite, stop playing Fortnite, haven't been on for... Uh, days to months now, so it's really interesting to see that even though their play their player counts hitting record highs, their Twitch count their Twitch viewer count is hitting record lows. Um, Animal Crossing, seen a lot of talk about that. So I'm just trying to run through these topics because we're gonna go ahead and talk a little about the podcast itself and how we actually work the podcast. 
Um, as well as I've seen Call uh, Call of Duty has resumed their their World League online, um, which is ironic because of the season started online and they kind of waiting for everyone to go in person and see how uh, how everything runs then. And it's it just funny seeing some teams be online warriors with better internet versus some of the other teams who on LAN in person showed up and did a lot better. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how these weeks continue on in the World League online. <clears throat> Hopefully not too much longer. Are there any other gaming topics you want to talk about? Oh, you had Facebook gaming in here too. Yeah, I had Facebook gaming. Um, I mean, uh, just one more quick little thing about Fortnite. Uh, it's on the Google Play Store now. So for the probably like handful of Android users that are out here with us, uh, you know, Android is the best. It's, you know, Samsung all the way. So I can play mobile um, Fortnite. So you've always been able to play mobile Fortnite, actually. Um, you used to have to actually go through a website, though, in order to do it before this, uh, which was kind of sketchy. Um, you had to download their own launcher, which actually, when it first came out, had a bunch of vulnerabilities, which would allow people to hijack the launcher on your phone and upload malware to your phone and all that kind of stuff um, when it launched back in August of 2018. So it's been going on to a year and a half now. Um, but Epic Games finally said, all right, like, enough. Uh, what's happening is we're going to put it on Google Play Store. You can still use our launcher as well. Um, but they really did this in the first place because Google takes 30% uh, revenue uh, from all apps on the Play Store. Even in-game purchases? Said, no, we don't. Yes. Wow. Uh, even in-game purchases. So they pretty much, which, I mean, Steam does the same thing. The Epic Game Store doesn't do as much. I think it's like 10 or 15% or something like that. But I'm pretty sure Steam is 30% as well. So a lot of these places are taking these cuts because that's how they make their money. It's through people buying stuff on the apps that are hosted on these services. And in return, you know, they do uh, all the things. They do marketing for it. And it's on the Play Store. And it can be featured and all that kind of stuff. Um, but pretty much Epic Games said that we're pretty much forced to do this because yeah, to in order to actually base, do yeah. it, to A, reach more user base, and B... Uh, Google Play Store has like Google verified apps now and Play Protect, which actually makes like warns you about apps that are downloaded from outside sources. So, in actually, in order to download this, you had to go into settings and enable apps to be run from outside sources. So, they pretty much said like it, it's too much of a hassle for our consumers and it, it's too yeah. too difficult for them to, have to keep going it. through this way. We're just going to go through Google Play Store now, which I, I honestly think it's a good it's a good thing because yeah, I think it so helps too. a protect the consumer. Uh, and sure, Epic Games isn't making as much money, but I, I mean, think they're fine. I, I really don't think that they they really need it with the popularity that Fortnite's had. And I'm sure how much money they're you're getting from the kids who are accidentally right now at home playing Fortnite. Mom, buy me my skins. On you know, Vita Travis Scott skin came out. Let me buy it. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah. So now we're gonna go into a different segment for all of you guys who are listening on Spotify or one of other audio platforms or who you are watching. We have guests here today. They are uh, part of my class at LaSalle University, um, and they are watching the, the podcast because um, I'm a senior there, and this is part of my uh, senior project. So this is kind of like my presentation to them. So they are joining us today, and that's why we're going to do this next segment where I'm going to talk a little bit about the making of the podcast and how we actually do everything. So you guys can't see, but in terms of just setting up for the podcast, we have three lights behind the cameras. We have one microphone, which is right here, which normally George sits right here where his webcam is. Um, and the cable runs back to an audio box, which goes to my computer. <clears throat> and then we have a whole digital rig that goes, um, and we put everything together, process it. Uh, but we have three lights, a camera, which you guys are looking at me through, the microphone, 
and <laughs> this time we're me and him are on a Google Duo call through here because we have a lot of audio going on. So we have to try to. It's a lot more complex back in this, and I'll put it like that. So we have to try to find ways around it so that you guys don't hear double audio, and I can still hear audio too from him because we kind of need to hear each other so we can bounce off each other and stuff like that. Um, that's as much as the setup goes. Me and him just got to watch about lighting. We've taken a while to get this background good, which is still not perfect, but it's all right. Uh, getting a spicy food. We get a spicy food for every single episode. Uh, we do a little bit of practice before. We do about 30 minutes of practicing. Um, not really vocal practicing, but just practicing our lines and making sure we're going to, uh, like, we know how we're going to flow together. Mostly for the intro and the outro. Yeah, and what we're going to talk about. Then we have a, which I'm going to show you guys here in a second. We have a Google Doc where we actually, uh, we have two Google Docs. We have one that where we just kind of go through and we t- it's a general one that we have open for every single podcast. That way we don't forget anything um, and it's just kind of the flow. And we also have an ep- uh, one for each episode, an episode-specific Google Doc where we have tons of articles, graphs, and stuff like that linked, which I'll get up and show you in a second. But uh, production... Uh, we, I take all these VODs down off of Twitch. I download them. Uh, I process them through Premiere. Do a little bit of audio work on them. Um, put some music into our out- outro, and then uh, we publish the video to YouTube first. And then we also have a uh, we have a like RSS feed that we upload to, and when we upload to our RSS feed. It goes to sound. It, that RSS feed gets checked by multiple different platforms such as Stitcher, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, and bas- any any like uh, podcasting platform, Google Podcast, all of them, they all constantly check this RSS feed, and when they see something new is uploaded, they download it and they transfer all the information. So some of you guys may remember what an RSS feed is, uh, depending on how old you guys are, but <laughs> I don't I don't know how many of you guys ever used them, but I was I was relevant for a little bit of them when I was in uh, high school. And, uh, yeah, that's basically how we get all episodes up, except for on YouTube, we, YouTube and Twitch, Twitch we live stream it too, and then YouTube we have to upload the video, uh, which you guys can always type in exclamation point YouTube in the chat, and, um, so we have some questions coming in too. How do you guys choose topics? Well, we generally, in our, um, general format, uh, we have a list of things, uh, for each one. I have, there's a Nate segment and a Jory segment. In the Nate segment, there's big news, tech news, and gaming news. And then the Jory segment is the same exact thing. Big news, tech news, gaming news. We generally try to go in that order, but not always. Depends what we're talking about. Um, so then we each just, on our own, fill each section of our, of our document. And uh, then we, we look at each other's and we kind of eliminate and make sure we're not double-talking about things. Um, and, and Pretty much usually the, it makes a good flow. Usually about a week before... Uh, the podcast starts. We we really start looking for uh, the uh, the articles that we're gonna. Do. So I, I generally read articles in my free time anyway. So if I see something, I'll bookmark it, and then when the 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 doc gets put out, we'll just import all those over, make a couple comments on each one, you know, have a couple talking points, and then put a link to it just in case we need to refer back to it later. Yeah. So um, is there anything else we need to talk about besides me showing some of the documents? Uh. I mean. I, I think you did pretty well on covering things that I can think of. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and show you guys some of our documents real quick. So I'll be off camera. Joy will still be on camera for uh, a moment. But you can, you can all look at my beautiful face here. Yeah. I'll show you guys some of our documents. 
And uh, as well as I'm going to show you guys some some of my portfolio work too. I'll show you guys some of our documents. Yeah, it's really it's really been a blast doing this podcast with him. Uh, he kind of approached me and said, "Hey, I need to do this thing for school," and, and so we we moved with it. And uh, it's it's been a blast. It's been going pretty well. You know, usually it's more fun when we're actually there, but it's been a blast. It is what it is. Usually it's more fun when we're actually there, but we got Liberty Bell, the real Liberty Bell, just popping off in chat right now. Shared some love. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, you guys should be hearing me through my other microphone now. Um, you guys are gonna see me in one second uh, on your screen, nice and big. Or not me. You guys can see my screen. You guys are gonna see Joy the entire time too. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, while he works on that, you know, anyone have any questions in the chat right now that I can answer while he's working on as you see, Joy, there we are going to show you guys some of our. Here's our general format one. Make sure you guys can read all this. Okay, so here's our general format one that we uh we look at every week, which just has um some overall stuff. So here's our general format, uh, as well as you know we talk about the production, the setup. Most important part that we keep open is we talk about uh, our well flow and our segments. We so we have our intro, we setup. plan, Most <coughs> as well as we introduce the spice for the day. We didn't do that today because we're remote. We talk about some topics, we introduce the topics, which is what Jory usually does. He does the introduction on topics, I usually do the intro and introduce uh, host and co-host, and then he does the introduction of the topics, which kind of just tries to touch on the big headlines. And then we do our spicy time segment um, where we start eating and then we start talking about our topics and that's kind of our flow um, overall. And then here is the more interesting document that you guys will see. This is what one of our episodes tends to look like. This is uh, episode two, I believe. Is this? Yeah, this, this is episode two. So you see right here... Um, we have big news, tech news, gaming news. I have nothing for tech news, and he filled in a lot for tech news. Um, so we had things to talk. This is the entire episode, too. You guys can check it out on Spotify or YouTube, as well as Twitch VODs, but that's a little bit too long. You guys don't want to look back that far. Um, so we talked about Warzone, Apex, Fortnite. Uh, I talked about a lot of different delays and, and cancellations of events, VR, PS5, Xbox, gaming news. He pulls up numbers and statistics here. Um, ton, tons of... Uh, just overall topics and we mostly memorize what we're going to be talking about about it and our opinions about it and stuff like that but that's for that's the most part of what we do for production um if you guys have any questions i can't see zoom chat at the moment so um but i can still see twitch chat right now as i'm over at my setup but uh, i was gonna show you guys a little bit of my uh portfolio as well uh, just to give you guys a little bit because i know a lot of you guys are going to be seeing a lot of senior presentations in the future here. And uh, I'm sure it might help you guys. So here's here's uh, one of my portfolios. This is my most up-to-date up to one. I'm doing working on another one as we speak right now. I'm quiet. You can't hear me? Oh. Uh, yeah, jo Jory, it's just you. It's not the stream. Here, one sec, you guys are gonna. Uh, 
Yeah, jo Jory, it's just you. It's not the stream. There you go, Jory. Can you hear me better now? You should be able to hear me. Fine. They they, they can definitely hear me. Um, oh, there we go. So here's my portfolio. Um, I have a newer, updated version, which I'll show you guys a quick, a quick little scan of that. Um, this is NateLauk.com. I have my... This is my old portfolio, which is getting replaced at NathanielLauk.com. But it's just a nice, simple uh, website. Uh, my newer portfolio is going to have all my photography in it, as well as a lot of my other work. This is my newer website, currently being updated and worked on. Uh, but here's some of the work that will be also included in there. So I have my creative resume, which I recently did. Um, all of you guys who are in the digital arts, which I believe is most of you, not all of you, but most. Um, you're going to want to think about making one of these sometime soon. Uh, yeah, so you guys don't have to worry about it. Discord, it's a, it's a speaking program. Or like a, a communication program that we use to talk to each other. Um, so here's my creative resume. Something that you guys definitely want to look into if you guys are graduating anytime soon. Because, um, you know, as, as a digital artist, you're definitely going to... Uh, we use Streamlabs OBS to, to live stream and record. Both. Um, yeah, so this will be live on my website as well. And if any of you guys... You know, want another another look at it? You guys can always look back at the VOD or the video on YouTube and pause right here and, and dive in depth and, and read. But <clears throat> here's some of the work I've also done um, for some companies throughout. Uh, Kiki Vodka is one of the most dominant ones I've done a lot of work for. Um, so I'll show you guys a few pictures of graphics that I've made for them and photography I've done for them. Um, a Valentine's Day special I made for them as well. Here's one of the other companies I worked for. Um, uh, it's Frank and Deeply Hot Sauce. Uh, I have a lot of photography from. I can't show you guys all of that because um, I'm in a contract with them, so I can't. I can't document all my work for them, but uh, I do have permission to show you guys some stuff. So that's about it for that. We're gonna go ahead and swap back to the regular setup and do our regular outro. And a lot of photography from I can't show you guys all of that because um, I'm in contact with them so I can't I can't document all my work for them but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do have permission to show you guys some stuff so all good. that's about it for that we're gonna go ahead and swap back to the regular setup and do a regular outro alrighty Jory have you been munching on your popcorn this whole time or no? I've been munching on it the whole time oh, man, man I've seen you take a bite yet Dude, look at this. It's like almost gone. There's not oh, much. Oh wow. Left. Okay, okay. I know. Been chowing down. It's delicious. Okay, so um, we'll open up completely to any questions you guys have. Besides that, we're gonna close out if there's no uh, if there's no questions. We're feel free to answer anything or bring up any topics. We still have a few minutes here. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. I know. But yeah, I I enjoyed this episode. How did how did you enjoy the uh, the live audience, Trey? I thought it was, it was pretty cool. It was nice to you know, see people interacting in chat. We usually get a couple people coming in every now and then. Yeah, we, we usually average four, four to six. Uploads, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, usually we do it later at night as well. So we appreciate you, you uh, being active in the chat as well. Um, yeah, I, th I think. Uh, do you have anything oh. on uh, the Zoom chat? And yeah, I'm keeping. I'm reading right now. Just just okay. people asking about the topics, um, as before. 
but we try to we try our best to announce on Twitter. I do. I'm really really active on Twitter though, so it's you know, um, it might be tougher to see those. But whenever you get, if you guys follow the stream or if you guys have a Twitch account, you guys can follow the stream and turn on notifications. I go live every single day, but if you guys see in the title, um, there will be a the title will say Spicy Tech episode whatever number it is plus a title. Um, and that's how you guys know if when we're live with, with the Spicy Tech podcast, or you guys can always, ten minutes beforehand as well. That's only if you guys want to be live. Yeah, and then we all, on Twitter I announce um, a day, two days, or three days before we do the podcast when it's going to be. It's usually Fridays at nine p.m. Um, but because all this going on, it's been really really tough to kind of maneuver. As I'm sure you guys have figured out your own struggles with it as well. But yeah, just normally normally it's Fridays at nine p.m. But if you guys um, don't care to be live, you guys can always check us out on YouTube, Spotify, just search Spicy Tech, you'll find us, um, we're on the Apple Podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, <laughs> there's so many, I can't even name them all, oh, also, we have a segment that we haven't got to do yet, because we haven't had any cool stories submitted, but, we have a segment that we like to do at the end, or we would like to do at the end, um, called um, Story Time, <laughs> so Spicy Story Time. And uh, you guys can go ahead and email us at Spicy... You know the email, Jory? Jory knows the email. Um, uh, SpicyTech234 at gmail.com. Yeah, SpicyTech234 at gmail.com. You guys can go ahead and email us there. A short story. Make it somewhat appropriate. It doesn't have to be completely, but you, you get where you get where it comes from. Somewhat appropriate, not completely in, inappropriate. Readable for a podcast that fits in well with the content. And... Just give us something funny, funny story or, or something like that, a short story that is entertaining um, or holds some value to it. And uh, we would like to read it at the end of our podcast before we, before we sign off. Um, so we're still waiting for those. Just email spicytech234 at gmail.com. Um, you guys check us out on all platforms. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Joey? Or are we, uh... No, I, you know, it's just... Uh, you know, just hopefully next time we'll be able to do this in person. And, uh, I won't have to sit there and watch you eat habaneros while I have, you know, some nice little popcorn here. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> y'all know what time it is. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, this is gonna be a little harder to time because we're 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 not we got an audio delay between us. But you ready? It's okay. Three, two, one. Spicy yeah, tech. Spicy tech. Spicy, spicy food. food. Spicier spicy tech. tech. We'll show you guys in one week, maybe two weeks.